There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lunch with Leah, episode 404. And here's Leah. Hi, everybody. How was your week? My week was fabulous. I was able to go to the jewelry show two days. I, sh- I could have gone four, but I was just too lazy. Plus, every time I go, I just spend more money. But I shopped the jewelry show, and um, oh my God, they had so many, they had so many fabulous things there. This guy has a 30-carat fancy yellow ring that I want. <laughs> 30 carats. Just call the psychiatrist. <laughs> I know. I told the guy, I don't need a jeweler. I need a psychiatrist. I'm an addict. Anyway, I did that for two days. But anyway, so the other day, RJ and I went home from uh, from working here while he's over there doing his packages today. So we went home from here. And when we went home, um, we stopped at his little restaurant. He had to get pasta. You know, he's eat every three hours. That's why I get get fatter by the day. But anyway, so uh, we look up. I hear the heart. Jason, you're gonna laugh. This is hilarious. The phone. I hear somebody honking, 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 honking. So I think I'm in the middle of the street or get out of the way or what is it? I look around. Guess who it was? All the windows were down <laughs> in the car. Paul was driving Freda. Freda <laughs> was in the back seat of the car with all three of the dogs. <laughs> Looking at the window, parking at me and RJ. It was hilarious. So I was like, what do they do when we're not at the house? Do they just decide to drive around town and roll the windows down and let the dogs, like, view the city? What is this, a tour? And I was just like, who knows what goes on at that house when we're not there? Freda's got her driver. She's got her housekeepers. She's got her credit card. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Can you imagine putting all three of the dogs in Paul's car? Freda's sitting in the back, like driving little Miss Daisy, and she's riding around in the car with the dogs looking out, and they're just honking and honking and yelling, "Leah, Miss Leah, Miss Leah!" <laughs> Hilarious. Anyway, so then we went out to eat one night the other night, and oh my God, there's so many sad stories. So this woman just walks up to me when I walk at the restaurant, and she starts crying, and she's crying and crying, and she's like, and if I don't have $40, they're going to kick me out of the house. They don't have any money, and, and my, my landlord's taking my apartment from me, and I'm listening to her whole story. While I'm listening to her whole story, Roy's pulling up something on his phone like this to show me how these people con people out of money. I'm like, are you kidding me? This woman is crying her heart out, and you're trying to show me how people are conning people out of their money? So I gave her the $40 for rent and an extra $10 for food. <laughs> I mean, maybe she was conning me. But, if you know, what if she wasn't? What if she was getting kicked out of her house? Oh, she even said, I wash dishes all day, and I went around to the restaurants. I asked to wash dishes at night. Nobody needs me to wash dishes. I was like, oh, my God, I can't take it. I just can't. I decided to give her the money. But I mean, Roy, can you believe it? <laughs> you got her a little extra dime bag. <laughs> you Thank, and thanks Roy. Thanks for the extra 10, Leah. You and Roy. 
I swear to God. That I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to err on the side of caution. No, I mean, it's kindness. You're I'm being sorry. very kind. Actually, they're the ones taking advantage of you, though, really and truly. I, I mean, mean but how do you know that this woman didn't need that, the money? Right. But how you do you hear know? these stories about people that do that, and then they die, and they have, like, $500,000 stuffed in their mattress in some, like, hole in the wall. Like, people... You hear things like that, that people, you know, that begged on the streets their whole life, and then they die, and they actually had money. They just, that's how they live. Well, I'll tell you, now that you mention the walls, somebody told me the other day, I won't tell you who, most of you people may know this person, that when her husband went to jail, he said to her, there's, he went to jail for drugs, he goes, there's $5 million in the walls of this house and here's the address and you can live on this money until I get out of jail and then we'll have enough money to live on the rest of our lives together. So he went to jail for like 10 or 15 years, I don't recall, and then when he got out she had already blown through all the money. Well, I'm not surprised yep. about that one. And <laughs> in addition to having her nose done a couple of times from collapsing from, you know. <clears throat> and next. So uh, <laughs> I, could have, I could throw a lot of people under the bus if I wanted to. Um, maybe I should write another Jackie Collins book. I mean, page six did say I was the next Joan Collins. I just got, no, Jackie, Jackie Collins. Collins. I just got lazy. I was going to do a tell-all, but anyway. Uh, well. So RJ and Roy went to see The Joker. Did you see The Joker? Not yet. Jason, did you see no, The Joker? No. It did $234 million the first weekend yep. worldwide. Yeah, it did $98 million in the that U.S. That is huge yep. compared to... The, in 2018, Venom came out with 80 million. Halloween came out with 80 million in 2018. Gravity in 2013 came out with 55.8 million. And The Martian in 2015 came out with 54.3. So worldwide, 234 in the U.S. over 90. That is huge. It's the, it's the, I think it was the biggest. It's the biggest October one now. It's the opening. biggest. It's yeah. the biggest October in the U.S. Period, yeah. and worldwide, I think too. I mean, it's right up there with the Poseidon. It, I mean, what was that other one? Uh, the Titanic. I mean, it's way up there. But the thing that was interesting is I didn't want to see it because I knew it was going to be dark, and I, I don't like dark films. But Roy Jr. and Roy loved it. But Roy said that what's his name, uh, Phoenix, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, is either completely insane or like the best actor on the planet, that he just like delivered such a performance. So I, I'm assuming he's going to get an Oscar buzz nom, and he probably should. He's a great actor. He was brilliant in um, when he played Johnny Cash and Walk the Line. He was brilliant in that. He's a great actor. But uh, I always think about his little brother that died outside the Viper Room in L.A. On I think he had an overdose several years ago. Kind of so sad. Anyway, so then I'm watching The Voice again. I missed last night, but I'm watching that. Are you guys watching it? No, you don't watch nope. it. Oh, Lord. Oh, you know what I did? You're hilarious. So when I went on Jeff Lewis's show, he pulled up this old bio of me from somewhere where it said that I a dancer at Fred Astaire and I was a vocalist and all this stuff and he was embarrassing me with it so bad. So I kept getting texts and emails and DMs and he keeps getting questions from his audience. When are you going to tell Leah to, to tell, post the pictures? So I'm never going to post the pictures, but I did send Jeff. He was a little bluesy and a little bit of a down mood. He goes, oh, I can't wait for you to get here. I've got a, little, got a lot going on. He was a little bluesy bluesy. And so I said, well, I'll give you a laugh and I sent him the pictures of me bodybuilding <laughs> and singing on top of That's a what, piano people, and dancing <laughs> and I 
said, who did I think I was? At least I cheered his day up a little bit. It was funny. People have been asking about that on your social media oh account, too. God. They've been going, where are the photos well, of that? I'm not posting them, but Chad has them, just you know. So then I watched uh, RHOC. Is anybody following it? I watched it last night. too much. Oh, I missed Front last back. night. Well, it's really kind of a... It's you know, always been it's raw. It's a mess. It's raw and good. What happened last night, basically? Um, it's just... Did uh, they st- are they still made up, Vicky and uh, yeah, Kelly? Yeah, and that Broen girl, they were, all, yeah, they were, they were oh, yeah. all on a trip or something like that. And, you know, she's originally from Miami, her and her husband, and then they oh, moved out there. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we found out a lot about their relationship last well, night. Well, t- week appara- before, she talked about the threesome. So they, brought, they talked about that much further in detail, and they both have the hots for Tamara. And they let that out of the bag. You know, this is just too much for me. I'm it's too old-fashioned. <laughs> I was like, can't. I couldn't believe it. I didn't get, gee, I didn't get that on my 40th birthday you know, or my 50th. This is what Roy <laughs> says about these shows. He goes, you're so lucky you got out of that show and you did. These girls are dangerous. Of course, in this situation, the girl ratted out herself. But, I mean, Kelly accusing the other one of being on coke and then having a train. I didn't even know what it was. And, I mean, they are dangerous. They'll just do and say anything. But I'm surprised that she just ratted herself out. Now, it could be that the – I don't know. Why would she do that unless she wants to secure a position on the show or unless she knew it was going to come out and she wanted to get ahead of it and be the one to put it out there? I mean, did her husband care that she talked about it? I mean, it's well, they talked. They they actually had that whole scene last night where she told him what she did, and she had told them, and he was like, "So the ladies know a little bit more about me now." And, <laughs> and she was like, "Yes." And then the next word out of her mouth was, "So uh, one of the producers started to ask her which of the women, if you were going to bring into a uh, three-way, what is she says, you don't even have to finish the question, Tamra. That's what she said." <laughs> I am cringing for these girls. And then her husband chimed in, too. And I'm sure that uh, once Eddie sees that, he's not going to think that's very cool. I don't think he will either. You know, Eddie is... I don't have anything against Eddie. I mean, he's a nice enough guy. But he seems, like, angry and bitter. He doesn't seem to be happy. He doesn't seem like a happy guy. He just seems like he's always got a a chip on his shoulder. He's smug or he's upset about something. I don't understand that. I kind of feel like he doesn't really like her being on the show, and he doesn't really want to be on the show. But they need the income, and it promotes their business. And she's been on there forever, so he tolerates it. Mm-hmm. But I don't—I just don't get the feeling that he's into it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's probably a lovely guy. In fact, I've heard from people he's an amazing guy. People like him. He's a likable guy. But on the show, he does not come across that way. Yeah, last night they had Emily at the gym, and he was doing, like, the body mass weights and stuff like that yeah. on her to give her a report. But she had no idea how much she actually weighed. And then they... And it was kind of interesting when that Did all she came out. she weigh a lot? 191. She's just the most she's ever weighed in her whole life. But she so couldn't much. It. She's still not fat. I don't but think she's, she's not. fat That's what at people all. are saying right here. She's just full-figured. I think she's actually got an attractive body. She carries her weight a lot in her, her neck and her, sho- like and her shoulders here. and it's her arms. <laughs> so she appears heavy from, like, the bust up. But but I don't find her heavy, and I find her in good shape, and I find her endearing. I she's like voluptuous. her. She's voluptuous. She's yeah. just a really, yeah. you know, she's a, she's a, a yeah. bigger girl with yeah, curves. Yeah, I, I just don't think she's, I don't think she should be self-conscious about it. I know what she's saying when you get on the scale and you weigh the most you've ever weighed. I mean, yeah, she could lose a little weight, but who couldn't? I mean, you know, mine, mine is some of those little skinny ones, but, you know, who knows what they're doing to stay so skinny, some of them. Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, uh, if you go to my Instagram and read the testimonials about the eye cream, I don't know if you guys can see it from here, but I mean, we've got another whole container load that came in. I mean, we just, honestly, the warehouse in Texas is bursting at the seams. The one here is too, so now we're moving it into the showroom. So there, anyway, go check out these testimonials. They're pretty incredible. People are saying hello from London. Sylvia Daughtery says hello from London. Susan Salander says Freda probably has her own reality show. She could. <laughs> she could have her own reality show. Ryan Holt says he always does the same thing you do about giving the money. He says, I always get suckered. You know, well, let's say at the end of the year, you're down a few hundred dollars. Does it really change your life compared to someone that's living on the street? Right. No. Nice. So you take the risk. Um, Marcella Bernardis is excellent acting, but the Joker is dark and disturbing. Um, Joaquin is probably both insane and talented. Susan Selinger said that. <laughs> I would agree with that. He's both. I think he's both. I think he's creative genius, but he's a little, a little nuts. Uh, Joanne Vivolo says, hello. She's been hello. away. She's glad she's finally catching you live. And hello. Carol Alderete. Oh, I'm sorry if I got your last name right uh, or wrong. What do you think of Judge hugging the police officer charged with murder? You know, that was a wild thing. That caught me totally oh off guard. I mean, honestly, I see both sides of it. I, I feel terrible for that poor guy and his family, and he's dead, and he can never get a hug the rest of his life, and it's horrible. But I don't think it was premeditated. It, it was a mistake. She made a mistake, a yep. fatal mistake. And she was distracted. Yep. She made a fatal mistake. As a police officer, she, it, it was wrong on so many levels. But I think the family did him a real justice by saying, listen, these are the kind of people we are. This is who we are. This is, this is how we believe. And we believe in forgiveness and we believe in, you know, like redemption. And, you know, I think it made the family look really good that that this, the brother hugged her, even though the mother and the rest of them were outraged. It made him look like, listen, this is the guy you shot. You shot a right. guy like me that would hug you and help you in a moment of crisis. So that part of it was that. But then for the judge to do it, if the judge, the only way the judge, the only reason the judge is able to kind of get away with it, even though she's been criticized heavily about it, is because she's a black judge. Mm -hmm. She was a white judge, and she did that. I thought the same they thing. Would not, they, no they would not, no one accepted it. Well. They wouldn't no. have, it wouldn't have gone over well. But I saw her interview, and she did say that, you know, when she did walk back out the second time, that the whole legal process had ended, yeah. and that she went back in the back and got her Bible and brought it back yeah. out to her, yeah. and, you know, and that's when she told, Listen, made the statement. Listen, I prefer those topics of Christians as opposed to the Christians that wear their religion on their sleeve and then go cage kids and think it's okay or have their wife having an affair with a pool boy and think it's okay and, you know, preach and they're hypocrites. You know, the ones that right. pass the offering plate and make people put $10 and $5 and $2 or hard-earned money and you find out they're flying around in a private plane. Mm -hmm. You know, the, so... See, those, that's the difference between them and the ones exactly. that you were given the $40. One of them is dressed like a street person. The other person yes. has a platform that's to, right. to beg. And so I don't have same a problem thing. with the people... <laughs> That you know that that are Christians and they're showing their faith and their Christianity mm -hmm. and how they believe by doing good deeds and hugging people maybe sometimes when they shouldn't and being forgiving and all that. I have no problem with that compared to these fake Christians that are out there collecting everybody's money, living like billionaires. Right. 
Remember that guy in Houston when they had the Houston floods from the hurricane? Joel Osteen. And he wouldn't even let them in the door when they were outside drowning and starving and freezing until like two days later when he started getting so much criticism from the press. He opened mm-hmm. up his doors. You know what he was thinking? Don't get anything dirty. You know, and he's selling those books and he's got millions and millions of dollars and he's passing that offering plate. Why isn't he taking some of that money and doing good for the little woman on the street? They're living they're living in mansions and, and flying around in private jets. I don't have a problem with it if you're earning the money on your hard work, but not when you're taking it from people because you're selling them a fairy tale of how their life's going to be. If they give you money, you're going to pray for them. What are you kidding me? So that, that you know, is a different type of Christianity, and those are the ones that I think are great. I and, think it's great. And just the judge did say that yeah. she was overcome. And you can see even on the video, she was crying when she was on the bench when the yeah. other guy, when the other guy yeah. was te- his brother yeah. was testifying. Yeah. And she said she took she, those words yeah. to heart that yeah. he had said because he talked about how his faith and religion had got him through this. Yeah. And that she, she got felt, wrapped up in the Yeah, moment. she got wrapped up in it. So anyway, um, so this is funny. and then the guy that was the other witness got killed oh! in a bad a drug deal. He was selling drugs. They found 12 pounds of oh, marijuana this morning, drugs? 12 pounds of marijuana, 140 uh, THC cartridges and four thousand dollars cash. I and it was a drug deal gone bad. It was a revenge killing. No. because Well, this shows you how people jump, jump you to judgment. Everyone thought, assumed it was a revenge killing because that he testified on behalf of uh, the, the uh, defendant, the right. man that was killed, John, whatever. And uh, it turned out it was a bad uh, yeah, drug three, deal gone bad. Three Louis- <laughs> guys drove from Louisiana. They've caught two of them. The other one's out well, on the road. That right. also kind of explains why this girl panicked because she's in a neighborhood probably where there are a lot of yeah. drug dealers, and she just overreacted and panicked. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm it not could. Saying it's Ryan right. says it could have been planted. Any, it could it have. Wrong. But oh it's well, that's horrible. possible too. They could have planted the yeah. drugs on them. They'll find out. You know how they'll find out. They'll they'll research. They'll find well, out. They they'll found, investigate and find out if he was really selling drugs or if they planted it on him. Well, that's what they said this morning when they got the search warrant and went into his apartment because he was killed outside of the apartment. Yeah. They found all of that stuff in his apartment. Well, then that's more likely than not that he was dealing the drugs. Yes. Oh my God. So listen to this. So it was raining. I put on my black sweatpants and a black T-shirt. And I was all ratted out with my hair in a ponytail. I was like, oh, sitting here doing all my notes and everything. And I run across this quote. <laughs> listen to this. He goes, sweatpants are a sign of defeat. <laughs> you lost control of your life, so you bought some sweatpants. Yep. <laughs> that was Carl Lagerfeld. And I was like, yeah. well, I guess I'm defeated and I've lost control of my life sitting here in my black sweatpants. That's what I always say about uh, flip-flops, too. Yeah, I think uh, Lady they had Gaga said, in them. said uh, flip-flops are a gateway drug. <laughs> Could be. I mean, I'm just going to hell in a basket. Okay, ask me anything. Oh. Mama Nina, 15. If a 32-year-old offered your 21-year-old cocaine, what would you method would you use to kill him? <laughs> I thought that was the best question you've had in weeks. Well, <laughs> I, I wouldn't it. kill him, but I would get his butt thrown in jail, that's for sure. That, that oh woman was really God. upset. When she, I was thinking to myself, <laughs> wonder what happened to that woman. Yeah, I wonder what her backstory is. Uh, Ryan Slade, why did Bravo cancel RHOM? Oh, my God. I think the fat lady sang. I think it was a combination of a lot of reasons. I think the number one reason is that 
And I knew this at the, at the last reunion. I could tell Andy was just not into it. And those girls were just all phony and fake. You can't have a reality show based on lies and phoniness and fake. And I think when Joanna pulled out at the end and then told them I was going to pull out too, which <clears throat> I didn't give her permission to say that, and I hadn't decided what I was going to do, but when she said that, I think that pulled the plug. <laughs> they were like, these girls, number one, they're fake, and number two, they're hard to deal with. You Bye! Know, <laughs> I think some of them are really starting to get under Andy's skin too because like, I saw him during the Potomac reunion. He was like over it. Like, the, yeah. like it was a three-part by the end of the first one, yeah. you could tell he was done with the But you know women. what? If the girls aren't going to be authentic, <laughs> if they're not going to be real, if they're not going to be, like, fair and equitable, if you're just going to always, like, this person's always right no matter what they do, no matter what they do, no matter yeah. what they do, even when they shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue, they're right, and you're not going to ever call them out on, on their misbehavior or their lies... Well, there's not a show. What that is is a pack. I'll cover for you and your phony life, and you cover for me and my phony life, and we'll just attack these other people and make them pinatas. Who wants to watch that? The shows that are interesting are the ones that you're like, you're my best friend, but you're wrong. I love you, but I'm not putting up with it. Okay, I'm not going to forgive you for a year because what you did is over the line. Those are the real shows. But when you start just being the pinata of a bunch of wannabe hatred, just a hate club, no one wants to watch that. I mean, that's what I think. Who knows? There are probably other reasons as well. <laughs> or it wasn't the ratings. The ratings, the, ratings were you, compared to the other shows about the look at the, the ratings now that the, they're pulling in versus what you all were pulling yeah, in. Yeah, our ratings You are doing bad. much better. The ratings weren't bad. I just think Andy was like, these girls just can't get out of their own way. That's uh, what I think. Jordan Craig says... <laughs> First of all, she says that my CBD eye cream says it will arrive today. This is my third purchase. Yay! Oh, that means it's <laughs> and, working. And then she said, I think Bravo should at least do a Where Are They Now with the RHOM cast. Oh, Listen, I think they should have done something at BravoCon with all of you all, but that was like a missed opportunity. Not for me. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, but the fans would have loved that. I can't that. even imagine having to be around some of those girls anymore. Oh, please. Alan Rothschild, 76. Which celebrity has been the rudest of all that you've met? Well, <laughs> should I say? Uh, I don't know. I'll tell you who's a really, I, I really rude one that I won't say was rude to me, but was rude to someone that couldn't be nicer the same, basically, a very, like a really accomplished person does not deserve to be like that. And <clears throat> that was Barbara Streisand. She was a real uh, B-I-T-C-H to somebody from other people that too. I know. And that person does not deserve it. And the person's a very accomplished in their own right. It wasn't mm. like a beggar on the street. So that was wrong. Okay, but for me, I'd have to think about the ones I've met that have been rude. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> That's your next book. My next book, The Rude Celebrities <laughs> of the World. Tommy Boy, 18. When are you going to be on Jeff again? I love you guys together. You should have your own TV show. <clears throat> I'm going to be on Jeff's show the last week in October. October It'll be some territory. Sometime between October the 28th, 9th, 30th, or 31st. It'll be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday of the week of October 28th. We will announce it later, and thank you very much. It's two or three people have pitched me shows for, for me and Jeff. I just tell them, you know, go talk to them about it. If they're interested, I'll look at it. <laughs> I'm not going to vet it. I'm not going to talk anybody into it. I'm at the point in my life where if it lands on me and it's easy, I'll do it. I'm not working hard for it anymore. Sounds like my dating process. Sounds like who? Sounds like my dating process. If it's easy and it lands yeah, on me. Fine. <laughs> Otherwise, it's too much work. I think you have so many levels of talent. I love your friendship with Jeff Lewis, and I'm a super fan. No questions. I wanted to say hi. Well, hello, Leone C811. Well, don't you have fabulous taste? 
Skin, oh, and then I want to tell you about our skin, well, it's not up yet, our skincare promotion. That's not the promotion. Okay. Shop and enjoy 50% off of all of our CBD beauty and sudden youth facial mask premixed with the podcast code podcast and you'll get 50% off on CBD and the mask yeah, on leahblack.com and by the way if you start paying attention uh, you'll be able to um, what there's gonna be a big special coming out soon yeah pay attention pay attention pay attention and all okay. of the products are here now for those of you who may have missed one or two because we've been kind of sprinkling them in over the last couple of months but make sure you sign up at uh, Hello at leahblack.com. You can email us or sign up on the website, and we will make sure you are on our on email our and announcement email list. Announcement list. Okay. In celebrity news, CBS reporting Anthony Bourdain uh, is uh, having his estate is has created a legacy scholarship for the Culinary Institute of America to help students here and abroad complete the global cuisine and culture uh, international program. So on October. RJ, that tape is really loud. It is loud. <laughs> October the 9th. In case everybody <laughs> wonders what that is in the, the background, tape, it's the tape Taping gun. packages, auction, um, uh, October 9th through the 30th. We're going to have, uh, he's going to have an auction of his 200 favorite keepsakes online, his valued possessions, including artwork, books, accessories, a writing desk, and a chrome uh, duck press. So if any of you are big Anthony Bourdain fans, you should watch online October 9th through 30th for that auction going to benefit his estate, a portion of it. Uh, let's see. Oh, my God. Did you see Justin Bieber has a $35,000 exotic cat? I think he has two of them. <laughs> and they were laying on his stomach, one of them, with all those tattoos. And the cat, you almost couldn't tell the difference. It kind of blended. <laughs> is it a anyway, hair, one of the hairless cats? No, it's an exotic. It's going to grow. When it gets big, I'm wondering if it's dangerous. It looks like a. It looks like one of those. Oh, links. you mean like it it's a like lynx, lynx or something? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, he's PETA came after him about it, and he blasted back and told PETA to start worrying about poaching animals and animal brutality and leave him alone. I agree with him. If he's going to take really good care of the animals, mm -hmm. what's the problem with that? Unless they should be out in the wild, but obviously these are domesticated. I always liked Justin. I always liked him. I always felt like he got he made so much out of his life that was so complicated when he was little. You know, he had tough times, and he really made a lot out of it and made a lot of himself. And I'm thrilled that he met this girl and that they're just so in love, and they're so cute together. I've always liked him. Yeah. Newsweek is reporting. Oh, God. Here you go. Back to that Christian thing. The National Christian Foundation's largest Christian grant uh, that makes donations, for they collect money for poverty and LGBTQ organizations, and they are an IRS-exempt corporation. Mm -hmm. They gave $56.1 million to hate groups, including the gun people, the LGBT people. They, they give them to all these hate groups. So if you're donating to the National Christian Foundation, that's, which is the largest Christian grant um, Christian organization in the world, and they tell you it's for poverty, Nope, they're giving that money, $56.1 million to hate groups against LGBT and pro-guns and all the rest of it. That's where your money's going. Sounds like a Trump super PAC. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's awful. Yeah, it does. It does. Southwest Airlines is suing Boeing. Their union is suing Boeing for representing that the 737 MAX was a safe plane. Mm -hmm. And I hope they win that suit because let me tell you something. There's nothing worse 
than organization. This is the same as the guys that were selling those OxyContin and all those addictive drugs. They're making millions and billions of dollars while they're literally killing people. Mm -hmm. They knew that plane wasn't safe. And not only did they not tell the pilots, they didn't tell them how to correct and adjust to the malfunction should they have a problem. They didn't train them on that. You and had to pay extra for that. It's unbelievable, yeah. It was part of a training uh, m module, but you had to pay to be able to go through that piece, and that's why a lot of them didn't know that. If that's you one of didn't the make Horrible. enough money selling the plane to pay exactly. for the training, get over yourself. And they train you on an iPad. That's uh, the I'm other sorry. thing that I think is a little scary. That's I mean. very scary. No, it's just wrong. Oh, my God. Okay, so this, this uh, criminal, Stephen Davis, says he's giving up crime. He's giving it up because the last time he stole a bunch of stuff, he had a heart attack trying to haul it out of the store. <laughs> a cop gave him mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation. They sent him off an EMS to the hospital, saved his life. Afterwards, they find out he was stealing all this heavy stuff, hauling it out of the store. And he goes, you know what? He's been, the, the cop said they thought he'd been hit by a car because he fell flat on his face and knocked out his front teeth. And apparently, he's a, 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 like a, serial criminal and he said I'm giving it up now <laughs> oh my god uh, then, go we, ahead. you have a hilarious comment Tracy Jenkins Limpy wants to know her dilemma of the day is do I sit in the Walmart parking lot and keep watching live and shop after or watch later on demand <laughs> I do that sometimes I, when there's something good on the news I sit in the car and listen to it oh my god that's quite a dilemma oh my god well we only have 25 more minutes I guess it depends on the time you <laughs> Uh, this idiot woman jumped into a cage of lions in New York. Did you see that? 32-year-old yes. woman. She jumps What's in and starts her? taunting and taunting the lions. Yeah, I saw it. It's, it's an incredible and, video. Yeah, I mean, apparently, though, you know. there was something between them, but not really. I don't know. I didn't get it. But, I mean, they found out her identity because of social media, whoever tweet, you know, posted it. And I guess, you know, I mean, what's wrong with you? Yeah, she could have been killed. She, yeah, they, I think they went after it's her. It's just terrible. <laughs> but she, she looked like she had a couple screws loose standing Obviously. there talking to the lion. <laughs> Four dead and five wounded at a shooting rampage at a bar in Kansas City. There you go. More guns. More guns. Why does any, you know, you should not be able to have a gun at a bar. I don't care what your position on guns are. Of all positions, any position, like the worst. You, whatever you are, how pro-gun you are, even you have to acknowledge there's a time and place for everything. You don't have a gun at a bar because you never know. Some drunks are mean drunks. Yes, you know, some drunks are, are like like violent drunks. I mean, you just don't have, and then you're not thinking straight. I mean, five wounded and four dead because he had guns at a bar. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I owned a bar, I literally would have a metal detector going through the door, and you wouldn't get in there if you had a gun. <laughs> no. I mean, that's just unbelievable. So, well, here's another uh, trade war crushed the cranberry market. Cranberry market's going out of business now because of the tariffs and the trade war. So are we. Hell, our damn product stuff we're buying, what we were paying is three times. It's gone up three times on some of the, the items we were buying from the uh, China, the packaging. Can you believe that? How, you know, I haven't passed it on to the consumers yet because I'm hoping somehow, some way, it's going to come back down. But, I mean... You better buy while you can because, I mean, what, do you, what are companies supposed to do? They can't have their cost of goods go up three times and not pass it on to the consumer because you can't run a business that way. You'll go out of, you'll go out of business. So 
the car manufacturers are moving out of the country or closing down. The cranberry people are out of business. The farmers are losing their farms. The soybean people are losing their soybeans. And people like us with, that buy packaging and rely on containers and packaging and items from China are paying three times for the cost of goods. This trade war yeah. is killing us. And, and, and people are saying, oh, Trump says, well, it's saving us billions. We're making billions off of it. You may be collecting billions, but we're paying for it. Mm -hmm. I mean... What yeah. are you talking about? And did you see, I sent you guys that list last week that came up about the the EU tariffs now they're going into effect and they're going to yeah, tax cheese them. and wines and all it's of that are all going wine, up. Wine, uh, wine and uh, cheese Cheeses. and something else from France, mm -hmm. is gonna, they're going to have a big tariff on that now. They're, oh, whiskey, and they're, and they're, whiskey, and Irish whiskey. And handbags, leather handbags is on the fence right now. It's on the list, but really? they're not going to start well, taxing them, but go they're going up, to. I don't have a problem. I'll just sell mine while they're at a high. <laughs> <laughs> So, in a good news, this puppy in the Bahamas was found in the rubbles after living Miracle. three weeks. That's what I they named know. it. So, yeah, they named it Miracle. He lived on water. He was in the rubbles, and he lived on rainwater for three weeks. When they found him, he, he couldn't even stand up, but he wagged his tail. They're nursing him back to health now. He's the prettiest little thing. I hope he finds his owner. They were showing a live feed of it the other day with one of the so uh, NBC reporters. Yeah. And he woke up while they were doing the thing, and he stood up and started eating. And they were like, oh, my goodness, that's the first time Aww. he'd done it. And then, he, and then he sat back down. But they said that literally tens of, they're trying to find his owner, but literally tens of thousands of people from around the world have done outreach to adopt it. Of course. Yeah. I hope they find the owner, though. Yeah. Oh. So, New York uh, City's Washington Square Park that they built, you know that big park? You know what's underneath it? A cemetery. Oh. They built a park on top, on of, top, a top of a cemetery. Oh. I mean, I don't know. If, if, if one of my relatives were there, I don't know that I would like that, and I don't know that I'd want to be in that park with mm -hmm. all those spirits hanging around. Usually I'm they sure move they're them. friendly spirits. That's weird. I don't know. That just came out. Then, <laughs> people are crazy. So this couple's getting married. They have a, 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 what do you call it, a destination wedding. They're all partying, getting drunk. The bride walks oh. in on the husband, on, <laughs> yeah. the, on the fiance, ra literally all over. Questionable whether he raped or not, but biting on her and licking on her and kissing on her. In the bathroom, while she's screaming to get away, she, the, the, the groom, bridesmaid, the bride breaks up the romantic thing. Mm -hmm. He was drunk. He pleads with the girl to come to the wedding and be in the bride's, she was a bridesmaid, and not to upset the bride, to make it be as happy as she could that day, the next two days later for the wedding, so not to make the damper on the wedding. First of all, the girl's still marrying the guy. Why are you still marrying the guy? You caught him red-handed with the bridesmaid, one of your best friends, trying to screw her in the bathroom while he was drunk when she's fighting him <laughs> off. Then they go get married. Then... The guy gets arrested. He's getting, he got, finally got arrested. I mean, oh it's goodness. just unfucking believable. Then, in the meantime, what brought him down was the girl filed the report, and then everyone denied it, but then she showed text messages where he was begging her to take the day-after pill just in case you get pregnant. He goes, now, nothing really happened, and we didn't go that far, but just as a, just as a precaution, take the after, day-after pill. Well, then, obviously, he did screw her. <laughs> and then this girl married him anyway. I know. Some people I, I, just... Some, I, I can't with people anymore. No. Oh, I, we already talked about Botham Jean's neighbor. Um, oh, God. The people are so stupid. 
this mayor in South Korea has these volunteers that have to do a certain amount of volunteer work. So he didn't have anything for them to do. So what do you think he did? He dumped, he dumped enough garbage on a beach area so that a crew of 600 people would have enough to pick up for an entire day. Oh, my goodness. So he goes and finds garbage and dumps it on the beach so the volunteers can pick it up and put it back. This guy's the mayor. <laughs> I, I just don't think he should be the mayor. Yeah, you I think? I don't even think he should be a parent. Okay, how's that? Yeah, oh, my God. It's just too much. This is a good story. In CBS, you're going to like CBS. They had a, this guy dies. He, was a he had a, a dry cleaning company. He had a funeral. He didn't have any living relatives. So he, nobody that was at the funeral knew this was going to happen. So the people go to the funeral. 200 people go to the funeral. After the funeral, they get a letter from the estate saying that everyone that showed up at the funeral was to divide this man's estate, and each one of them got $1,800. So he, in his will, he wanted his money to go to whoever showed up at the funeral. Isn't that something? That, oh, starts uh, going to random that's funerals. That's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Oh, my God. So now this is bullshit. You know, only in Florida. Oh, we're going to take a break. No, you, you, okay, you, you, I'll tell you this, and we'll take a little break. In Florida. Oh, I'm telling you Florida. This little black Florida. guy, so young, I think he's in his 20s. He was in jury duty. He overslept. Oh, I saw that. Didn't go to jury duty. And the judge gave him 10 days in jail. I saw that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That is bold. You know what? They pay these jurors like, well, when I was a juror, it was $15 That's what it is. I had it last year. So $15 a day. $15 a day. He overslept one day, and she put him in jail for 10 days. And then she has the gratuitous ability to expunge his record so it won't show on his record. She should be off the bench. Mom, yep. listen to me. It's one probably year. one of the judges right in front of right now. <laughs> 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 All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll take our five-second break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And we're back. Yeah, the tariffs were scotch, whiskey, and French wine. That's the one we're doing. Oh okay, goodness. New York subway. Listen to this. I love it. They got signs in the subway that say, if you need a lawyer, question mark, call Crazy Rudy. He has no shame. <laughs> like in front of Rudy Giuliani. Oh, my gosh. What's happened to him? He has lost, lost his, his mind. His eyes are 
rolling around Did in you his see head? him yelling on with uh, he was on something the other night. I think it was on Fox and there were two other people on there with him. They kept and they trying kept, to cut cu- him down. And he told him to shut up and all yeah. this stuff. He was yeah. like losing his mind. They were trying to shut him down and help him. But now I know someone that knows him very well and they tell me he is a stone drunk. Yeah. That he starts drinking around 10, 11 every morning and he is totally bombed. But yeah. now if you know anything about drunks, they binge two or three days and then they're sober a day or two. Yeah. And then they binge three or four days and they're sober yep. a day or two. So I think some of these times he books these appearances and when he gets there, he's higher than a kite and he's just nuts. <laughs> Definitely <know>. nuts. <laughs> then Trump told the leader in China that he would keep quiet about the Hong Kong protest until after the trade war was over. <laughs> You just can't make it up. We don't care. Kill all these people. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to pretend it's not happening until we get this trade war deal over here settled. That's yeah. kind of like, you can cut up Khashoggi as long as you still yeah, you know, say, have transaction business with us over here. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, and here we have Watch What Crabbins coming up Friday, November the 8th in Fort Lauderdale. It's from 7 to 11.30 p.m. at Revolution Live. So we're all going to go. Yay. And you guys should all look on Ronnie. See Ronnie and Ben. I wonder. It's watch what crabbins. I wonder if they have any tickets left. They usually sell out. Right I think away. Fort Lauderdale does have a few left, and or maybe uh, they had a second show. They're adding second shows in a lot of locations. I saw that yeah. Atlanta. They're going to be there for Pride in, in a, uh, a few weeks, and they've added a second show there. Watch what happens. What crabbins live? Yeah, they're adding to. So they're really big right now. I'm telling you guys, don't miss them. They're funny. You can go to watch what crabbins dot com and get tickets and you can see us there and then this saturday is it this saturday james october the 12th yes. at 6 30 p.m mm-hmm. james will be at the coral gables museum at the full moon glow up event called glow up and you can get your tickets at thinkpeacock.com and we will have a pop-up shop there where we're going to have handbags jewelry we're going to have our books and I don't know, skincare. we'll have some CBD yeah, products we're gonna have, there, too. Yeah, we're going to have skincare. Buy products there. Yes. I'm sure we'll have some kind you of a sale on everything. You will find some really great deals well, on the handbags and jewelry. Now, listen, we'll hear what our customers are saying. A testimonial Tuesday, if you want to go to Instagram. Dear Leah Black Beauty, I saw immediate results within three days of using your face wash, anti-aging serum, and eye cream. These CBD products are a miracle. I have compliments daily. It takes me less than a minute a day. It's so quick and simple. I usually avoid skincare regimes because of the time restraints. The dark circles under my eyes are completely gone. Thank you, Bill F., International Corporate Executive, Los Angeles, California. Wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, see, there's something for everybody. An international corporate executive loving our products. Tracy Jenkins Limpy, she decided to sit and watch the rest and not go shopping. <laughs> but she has a question. Yeah, look at the money I saved you, Tracy. <laughs> she says she's been wanting to know if you know this. Uh, this is, is Gage a bio- biologically related to Jeff's daughter or is he not? Okay. And does he legally have rights? Because... All that blew up yesterday, in case you didn't know. Did they, you listen to it? Uh, I caught part of okay, it. Okay, you got to tell me I haven't story. heard the okay, end of it. Okay, so what happened is that Gage and, Gage and Jeff were not married. They were a couple living together for seven-something years. Okay, Gage, they decide they're going to have two children. Gage is going to be the sperm donor for one, and Jeff is going to be the sperm donor for the other. They hire the surrogate for the first one with Jeff's sperm. But Gage was on the surrogacy agreement and the birth certificate, which gives him legal rights. So there's your answer. There's your answer. Meanwhile, um, oh, Lias 
Oh, you know what I was thinking? Remember those people that sent us that M salt? Yes, it's at great. M salt. You can get that online, right? Yes. I want and to in recommend the Texas, that again. Uh, in that Texas grocery store to change. H-E-B. Yeah. It's called M Salt. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, that Michigan is an amazing. Salt.com. It's great. I told you. Oh, it's michigansalt.com. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. I was using it on something the other day. I'm like, wow, I, I forgot how great it was because I don't, uh, you know, the thing about it, you're getting all the spices with a tiny bit of salt. It's not like yeah. all the salt. It's really great. It's anyway, great. I put it on vegetables and I've actually yeah. ordered it now because yeah. I, from that sample they sent to us, yeah, I think it it's great. really good. Leah's life lessons. Oh, well, let's hear how Leah's brilliance is today. It's not always about forgiveness. It's about choosing who you want in your life. Well, Isn't I that really believe that. I think so. People go, well, you hold a grudge. <clears throat> not hold a grudge. Grudge, you show me who you are. If I think you're rotten to the core, go live your life. Be happy. Just don't get in the middle of mine. <laughs> a lot right. of people agreed with that, uh, that life lesson this week. Too. You right. got a lot of engagement. So now... Without getting into opinion politics, we're just going to get into fact politics. So if you don't like to hear about politics, you can tune out. Um, let's take a break. <laughs> okay. So the political for the quarter and the Democrats, Sanders raised $25 million. Warren raised 24.6, Buttigieg 19.1, Biden 15.2, and Harris 11.6. So that's interesting. Now, what I think is going to happen there, Sanders, because of his, his health problem, and I feel terrible that he's going out this way with a health problem, but I, I just don't see it sustainable. I, I just don't think it's going to be that sustainable, but we will see. Warren is going to peak at some point. Buttigieg may have a little room to grow because people don't know him that well. Biden probably had a dip because of all the attacks he's getting right yep. now, which every time you hear anyone say the attacks he's getting, they immediately say unfounded, proven not to be true attacks. Mm -hmm. And Harris, I think she's going to peak. I've I, I never thought she was going to make it. I have to tell you, I love, this was something that they didn't do during the election that I have noticed most of the networks are starting to do now. And that is yes. when he comes out That's and right. starts speaking untruths, they put up the, the fact facts checker on the right side. on the other yeah. side of the And that's yeah. what they need to do. And they should have done that during the, during during the, the last the debate. Year. Yeah. <laughs> now, did you know, did you see that uh, Facebook is allowing them to run yes. uh, negative lying ads? CBS, CBS and CNN and other people said, no, we're not going to run these ads if they're, not, if they're lies. Facebook took the ads. Yep, they're letting them. They're do letting it. them do it. And and you know Trump's known for lying. I mean, he's got he's been documented as over ten thousand lies since he's been. It's like twelve. Something. It's up to twelve, and those are documented, provable lies. Yep. So you know they're going to lie. And so I just feel like the Federal Trade Commission. If I was in business and I lied about my product, they would make me take the ad down and probably fine me. I don't think they should allow the lying. No, I agree. It's, uh, okay, but in the but the approval in the swing states, and this is where it matters. And this is where Trump is underwater. Yep. In Arizona, he's, Trump's approval is 47, his disapproval 50. Colorado 41, his disapproval 56. Georgia 49, disapproval 48. So he's still a little ahead in Georgia. Iowa, he's 42, dis, um, unfavorable, 55, favorable. Maine, 42, unfavorable. I mean, favorable, 55, unfavorable. Michigan, 43, favorable, against 53, unfavorable. Nevada, 43, unfavorable, 54, unfavorable. New Hampshire, 38, favorable, 60, unfavorable. North Carolina, 47, unfavorable, uh, favorable, 50, unfavorable. Ohio, 46, favorable, 51, unfavorable. And Texas, mm -hmm. 49, 
favorable, 47 unfavorable. He is at a, in the margin of error in Texas. Now well, that, that, if you lose Texas. <laughs> yeah, but you know, the thing is that, I saw somebody talking about this, debating it the other night, you know, his strategy is all about the Electoral College. He doesn't, I mean, that he, is the Electoral College, what, the that, swing states. Thing. It's like and it, that's where he's that's underwater. That's where he wants to win. He's and, underwater. And, and if he can't get those, then he can't win because he, did, he can't get the popular vote. No. In Wisconsin, he's 43 and 54 um, unfavorable. But the reason he's going after Biden so hard be is because it. Biden can carry these swing states. Absolutely. The left wing, I don't think, can. You know, I don't think that some of the really left-wing candidates can carry some of these moderate states. So that's that's those are facts. So if you don't like my politics, don't be mad. Don't shoot the messenger. That's Heidi calling me. Oh well, it'll just have to vibrate. The microphone. Okay. All right. So. Oh, Ryan Holt wants to know: Have you been watching The Politician on Netflix? He no. said Jessica Lange is amazing. I'm starting oh, it this weekend. Watch it. It's a new Ryan Murphy. Uh, it's oh, a new Ryan Murphy. We have to watch thing. it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, apparently, there's another whistleblower that's coming out. So now we have two whistleblowers. And then we have now seven people that have verified the conversation that Trump had saying that he wanted to fill the trenches, water-filled trenches in front of the border wall <laughs> with snakes, alligators, make it electric, and have a spike on the top that would cut into the flesh and to shoot them in the leg if they started to get away from that. So we now have verification on that, and we have another second whistleblower. Then the kids in the cages, eight have died so far. So, so far, I'm not giving you any opinions. I'm giving you facts for those of you that get all panties all knotted up and all wadded up in a knot over my politics. You see, when people don't like don't, the facts, I don't have to tell we you. We don't really need a whistleblower. We just let Trump let and Giuliani go out on the front lawn. I mean, they, most people try to cover up. They're like dressing it up and put it on the front porch. Because, because the, honestly, they have criminal minds. Yeah, no, that, so they, they run even, like a mob. But when you're a criminal, Criminal mind, you know, it's like you don't think you don't think you're doing anything wrong as long as you get people to agree with you. Now, I love this bumper sticker that I saw. It said, "Any functioning adult." Oh, yeah, that was the one, I, <laughs> the one I stopped and took a photo. I almost had to pull I over. Oh my God! Now his defense to this whole thing with Ukraine, where he offered, you know, you find me dirt on my political opponent, and I'm paraphrasing my political opponent Biden, who's the only one that can beat me in these swing states. At least that's what he pretty much is saying. And I will release this money that's already been uh, designated by Congress and approved, and you should have already gotten four months ago. I'll let this money go, but you got to help me with Biden first. And so apparently his defense is that he's not worried about politics. He's just worried about stopping corruption. He just wants to stop corruption in, uh, corruption in Ukraine. Then this reporter said, well, is there any other person in Ukraine in any other country where you've asked them to dig up dirt on anybody other than Biden and he didn't have an answer for it? <laughs> you know. But then when you look at it, his campaign manager's a felon. His deputy campaign manager's a felon. His... Um, Policy advisor, oh, that one, uh, Papadopoulos is a mm -hmm. felon, and his personal lawyer Cohen is a felon. So he's got, and then not, his national security uh, guy Flynn, uh, uh, you know, uh, commit, uh, what do you call, confessed or whatever, pleaded guilty. So I mean, they've got all these people in his camp and around him that are felons <laughs> and crooks, and he's out there. I'm gonna fight corruption. Drain swamp. <laughs> it's just hilarious. <laughs> and then, I mean, he just. 
other day, he was he was doing it, reading one of the teleprompters, which he can't read. Now you know why I used to criticize Obama for reading the teleprompters all the time. And he was saying to the Black Leadership Summit, this is what he said. It was an in incoherent rant. He goes, "Together we will express the we will express corruption." He says, "We will defeat the socialists. We will defraud. We will stop defrauding all the people in our country because they're defrauding people in our country." <laughs> Just like, and then they played that clip five times. I'm like, "Okay." And then there was a picture I hadn't seen this before of him sitting at the desk with the drawer open like this. And in the drawer, mm -hmm. did you see that picture? Uh -uh. There was like Adderall, Adderall, ad there was tons of Adderall and, and Sudafed in his drawer, which makes me think maybe there is something to that whole Adderall thing. Yeah. I don't know. Jonathan Eddy says, Leah Black 2020. Yay. America. <laughs> America. Oh, my God. Oh, and then I love this news. This homeless woman in Los Angeles in the subway was singing opera. And oh, Joel Diamond, who's a big producer, offered her a contract. She's from Russia. She's very pretty. And her name is Emily Zamorica. And he's, he wants her to do a crossover hit. Yeah. And it was amazing? A, and it was a police officer that took oh, the video of yeah, her in the subway great? because he saw her singing and thought, oh, you know, if someone saw she's that. She's a very pretty, young, thin Russian girl. And she was singing opera. And, and she's got a contract. In like less than like two or three days, Italia Airlines had already hired her to headline like something they were doing at the airport. I'm just so happy for her because yeah. she was pushing it's her wonderful. little homeless cart around and singing opera. And when, you, and when you saw her speak like in any of the interviews and things, she was so well-spoken and, uh, and she, you could tell she was just someone that had really fallen just fall off hard off on bad luck. Yeah. And, this, and this happens. All, there are a lot of very talented, successful, yeah. formally successful, educated people that are... that. Hit, bad times and we have to help them. Meanwhile, Sanders, uh, Bernie Sanders' campaign admitted that he did have a heart attack. He's going to start walking again. He said he's going to cut his grueling schedule back. You know, he's going to be a kingmaker. He can probably, I don't know if he has that much influence over his voters. He may be able to roll his voters over to somebody else. I just don't see him making it, but well, I'm wishing him well. And then the, the elephant in the room, and then we're going to get off the, the thing here, is Trump gets on the phone with Erdogan in the middle of the night, decides to just pull out of Syria. Unbelievable. And everybody in Washington is up in arms. The Kurds were our number one allies. They died tens and over 10,000 Kurds died, and we lost four soldiers during the fight of ISIS. They, they brought down ISIS. They've got 10,000 ISIS people in a cage. They're now going to have to abandon those people in the, the Kurds, the uh, ISIS terrorists that they were guarding to keep in yeah, the they, prisons. Yeah, they guard the prison. There's like yeah. 10,000 ISIS They're gonna people. They're going to have to... Stop guarding them to go now, scurry for their own lives, and those prisoners could get out, those ISIS 10,000 prisoners, and, and the Kurds are going to wind up yep. being slaughtered. Yep. And these were our number one allies, and we promised them, if you go there and do this, and if you give up your weapons and you do this, and you let us train you and do this, we will protect you while you do the heavy <laughs> lifting, and yep. now we're just going to abandon them. The the world, the the war, our word means nothing in the world anymore. It means yep. absolutely nothing. Even Pat Robertson said, the president will lose his mandate of heaven 
if he pulls out his cereal, well, yep. I didn't know he had a mandate, but okay. <laughs> More like a timeshare on the All lake right. of fire, if you ask me. So I guess we're going to have to go because we're, are we running out of time? But yeah, uh, I want to tell you, all those text messages, if you don't believe it was a prig quo pro, and if you don't believe he asked Ukraine for help, go to the New York Times on Saturday, October the 5th, and it's got all the text messages back and forth between the various diplomats proving that exactly what they said happened happened and, and that Trump and his people are lying about it. Mm -hmm. And you know, why are they obstructing justice and keeping people from testifying? Because normally when someone can exonerate you, you want them to testify. You don't want us to have them stay home. Right. So all these people they won't let testify obviously have incriminating things to no, say it's about It's a cover-up. They are completely obstructing sure. justice it's obstructing right justice. in front of us. So that's, gonna hap that's just going to happen. I can't believe it. Yeah. Anyway, so here's the timeline of the thing. July 25th, he spoke with Ukraine. Uh, the 28th, Dan Coates resigned August the 8th. Coates told his assistant she needed to resign. Then the whistleblower came out on the 12th, and then Coates and the deputy left their job on the 15th, the 20th. He asked Russia to be admitted to the G7. The 26th, he blocked military mm -hmm. aid to Ukraine. Uh, holding back the money unless they dug up dirt on Biden. The 6th of September, he cut the billion dollars in military construction for Eastern Europe. On the 8th, the Washington Post reports that he demanded Ukraine help derail the candidacy again. And on the 16th, we learned that the acting DNI is refusing to allow Congress to see the whistleblower complaint, despite the statute that says he must. And on the 19th of September, the DOJ threatened the whistleblower uh, and the IG for following the rules and said that they were treasonous and you know what people that were treason, what they used mm -hmm. to do to the old people and the treason. And now we're today we are at him withholding all the documents with searching justice, not letting anyone testify and uh, threatening the whistleblower and the second whistleblower. And now he goes and does exactly what Putin wanted, which was let the Kurds get slaughtered, so yep. Erdogan and, Tur and Russia can team up and take over that part of the country and have the air uh, support there and the and the um, at the airport that Russia's always wanted. Yes. And so he's just doing Putin's bidding again. So that's where we are. And if you doubt it, don't don't bitch at me. Just read the newspapers. <laughs> Stop getting your news from Fox News. Go to CNN, MSNBC, NPR, BBC, and New York Times, Washington Post. Get a collection of it and decide what to believe. But when you just listen to Fox News all the time, which, by the way, they're even starting to they're they're getting even to the turning point, on him. They can't even lie for they're him. They're just getting to the point where they can't go that far on a limb anymore. You know, so yeah. I don't know. I think when you start losing Fox News and Lindsey Graham, you had a problem. Yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you next week. Don't forget to shop uh, and use the podcast code. podcast code and share your video. Share this podcast with everybody. We need to build it up. We need to be fabulous. <laughs> Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.